welcome back to the Midnight Terrors podcast. I am your co-host, Bucky slash Kevin, here with Diamond Jason. Jason, what's up? It is the Midnight Terrors podcast, Puddin'. <laughs> All right, you're Harley Quinn tonight? Yeah, sorry, I've been watching too much Batman. Clearly, but you know what's uh, what the best part about that was? Is that, that impression was actually pretty spot on. I feel like I'm pretty good at it. So. You are. Your alter ego is Harley Quinn. I love it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, one cannot ever watch too much Batman, right? No, there's there's no like. So uh, yesterday, like we were doing like a celebration at my dad's house because there's there's like 15 people that have <laughs> July birthdays right? Um, between all of my sisters and my kids. My kids are July kids. And so we kind of get together and um, me and my dad sat in the living room and watched uh, Batman, the animated series for probably about uh, five or six hours. <laughs> <laughs> that is then, like strong Saturday morning, nineties <laughs> kid vibes. I love it. Yeah. And then, um, and then we woke up, and after we got our business done today at about 3 o'clock, uh, we did it all over again. So. There you go, man. I love it. Oh, dude, that Batman animated series is so freaking good. I love it. It is classic, man. Um, I recently, watch-wise, I just wrapped up over the weekend showing my mom the rest of Haunting of Hill House. That was her first watch. Yeah, we were talking about that, yeah. And she liked it a lot. And I wa- I tortured her and waited for the infamous jump scare out of the backseat of the car uh, and made sure that she was looking full effect at the screen. Uh, well, way to fucking ruin it for everybody, Bucky. <laughs> it's been out for fucking fun. Like, anybody that's a horror fan listening to this podcast knows about that fucking scare, all right? I'm not ruining anything. <laughs> Plus, they don't know where they don't know what I'm talking about. There's a lot of car scenes, so. But no, uh, that was that was uh, that was very funny. I was like, now make sure to pay attention to this part right here, and then, <laughs> and then the scare happened, and she jumped out of her out of her seat. Almost, it was hilarious. <laughs> Perfect. My mom can say she's not a horror fan all she wants. She is. Because then by the because yeah. then by the she end does. we got. Oh, yeah, because then by the end, we got to that emotional ending with uh, Haunting of Hill, Hill House, and, like, I'm almost getting teary-eyed. She's watching it almost getting teary-eyed. Haunting of Hill House, man, it's a masterpiece. It is. And um, we know we know you're going to fillet the Flanagan. <laughs> <laughs> it's fillet, by the way, not fillet. <laughs> fillet or fillet. Yeah, the well, Flanagan. well, the noun would be like fellatio, but fellate is the verb, all right? <laughs> learn, oh, hey. learn your oral let's, sex, let's... or learn your oral sex terms, would you? <laughs> <We're> talking... <laughs> Go ahead. If we're I'm, gonna... Gonna, I'm, I'm holding my tongue right now. Cause... <laughs> if we're going to do this podcast, do it right. We need to know our oral sex terms. <laughs> this is true. 
they go hand in hand, don't they? <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> well, the fact that the fact that we're doing a podcast <sighs> means that we should not know our oral sex terms. <laughs> <laughs> oh fucking hell! I think. I think we're. Uh... I'm like, yeah, baby, I got a podcast. And she's like, uh, uh-uh. uh. I mean, that is the pickup line that you use when you meet a girl, now, right? Isn't it? Well, I've tried it a couple times. It doesn't work. Have you actually? No. <laughs> you sounded so serious with that. <laughs> I mean, you're like, hey, hey, babe, I got a podcast that's been going for a year, and we're going to talk to uh, some celebrity guests. (laughs) What up, girl? I got a podcast. (laughs) She's like, yeah, doesn't everybody on the planet? (laughs) That's true. (laughs) Uh, But they're all not Midnight Terrors, though. Just saying. They are not all Midnight Terrors, (laughs) but that's a good point. But they are great podcasts. that's That's a very good point, Buggy. Yeah, but they are great podcasts. There we go. We'll just we won't fillet the movie tonight. We'll just fillet other podcasts. All right. <laughs> anyway, well, everybody, after that ridiculous tangent, welcome back to the Midnight Terrors podcast. Uh, Jason, it's good to be back. We had a fucking fantastic episode last week with your movie pick of Sleepy Hollow. Yes. My God, dude that that is the gem that you brought into my life. Uh, on this podcast of Sleepy Hollow. That movie was so freaking good. <laughs> Out of 50 other many gems that I've brought into your life, <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's true. Hunger, yes. Hunger was in there, too. I'd have to look back through the list <laughs> at what other movies you brought in, but... <laughs> uh, I could I could go off, but yeah. <laughs> yeah go for it. Tangents, why not? Because um, now, now I'm actually trying to think, what movies had I not seen that you brought that you brought my way. Um, uh, well, the the number one gem is Demon Knight. That's true. Fire in the Sky was another one from Dust Till Fire Dawn. In the sky. From Dust Till Dawn. Yep. Yep. Uh, See, now you're bringing them out. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying. I'm try- well, now because I'm genu- genuinely trying to think which, which ones you had introduced me to because there was some that I picked that you had never seen and then there were some that we both liked. Um, well, and I, I think I brought you the crow as well. You did years prior to the podcast, but that was definitely a Jason recommendation. And then I brought you the, the black Christmas movies in December. Yes. And I did love those, uh, 30 days of night. That would have been your, your pick as well. Dawn of the dead. Was that? No, I think Dawn of the dead. I think I just kind of saw on like sci-fi or something. I'm pretty sure I, I, told you about that one probably um but that was uh when that james pick it was for that episode yeah it was james's pick yeah yeah, yeah. So, the faculty that um, was one that you brought my way yep faculty yeah american psycho <laughs> <laughs> yes <laughs> yeah there's all right a... see so you know <laughs> <laughs> oh that's good that's funny but what is what is our what is our uh situation for tonight well, this is not me bringing a movie your way in the sense of showing it to you because you've seen our movie pick before. And, you know, Jason, I, I just feel like... Well, I don't... I, so, well, so this was your pick. Yes. It's not one that you brought to me, but this was your pick. Correct. And 
we've always said that there's nothing that we won't do. No. Or either either of us won't do. Yeah. So, well, and so I will preface it by saying that. But this was <laughs> your pick. <laughs> it was my pick. And I'm very interested to see who sides with me and who doesn't when our friends hear this. But so, Jason, I felt like, you know, we've been on a good string of like, you know, agreeing with a lot of stuff. And, you know, Sleepy Hollow, we both uh, were all about. And we had other, we had the thing recently where we were all about it. Young Frankenstein, we were mostly in agreement with. That was just the movie that I was like more familiar with um, out of the yeah, three of yeah. us for that episode. Um, yeah, you just you just had a little more affection for it than yeah. I did. Yeah, but you didn't you yeah. didn't dislike it though. No, not at all. No, not at all. And from what I remember, you had a you had a good time, like actually watching it. Oh yeah, I, I enjoyed watching it, and um, especially our episode, um, we had a good time with the episode. So. Mm-hmm. And then we did the Nightmare remake, which we both love too. So. We've had a lot of yep. we've had a lot of agreements lately, a lot of a lot of love for the movies that we're talking about. But you know, you've said it before on our show that some of our some of our best and most insightful episodes are when we disagree, and we haven't done too many of them. Probably our most infamous one would be Halloween Ends. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and uh which side note about Halloween ends, I got a text from uh Roy over the weekend where he was listening to our one year episode. <laughs> And I guess he hadn't heard the Halloween Ends episode, and he heard us mention it on the one-year episode, and he goes, hey, man, listening to the one-year episode, congratulations. Uh, Side note, I didn't know you like Halloween Ends. That might change some stuff between us. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And he's like, no. So basically... Basically, what I'm hearing is that um, at least for one episode... Um, our listeners or our fans agree with me. Well, so I mean, we'll, we'll just leave it at that. <laughs> well, I mean, on the Cabin in the Woods episode recently, James listened to that one and and said that normally he's Team Kevin, but he was Team Jason for that one. Yeah, that's true. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> but Roy, but Roy, shout out to Roy because he was like, "On a real man, I'm just kidding." And congrats on the one year anniversary. Um, yeah, that's so, cool. So I appreciate you, buddy. Shout out to Roy. Um, but, you know, so we've done that. We had um, not a disagreement, but like different, like similar to the Young Frankenstein one, different levels of uh, of fandom for uh, 30 Days of Night with Gambit. Yeah, because I, I love 30 Days of Night. It's like, it's probably, so amazing. Probably in, in, your top, in, probably in your top 10 favorite horror movies at this point, right? Uh, yeah, I would say so. I think that's fair because you because when we talk about yeah. horror you bring that one up a lot so yeah it's really good and i i mean you know i watched i've watched it an ungodly amount of time so <laughs> well there you go well i felt like we've we've thrown a lot of love around and you know had a lot of uh mutual appreciation for the movies we've been talking about lately so i thought why not throw something where we can where we can debate a little bit, because for everybody listening, you've seen the title by now. We are talking about Van Helsing, and this is a movie that has come up on the show before, way back on episode four and five, our This or That episodes with uh, Mr. J. We we brought up Van Helsing a few times, and uh, people listening probably know that that was like almost a trigger warning for you whenever this 
this movie came up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so for our listeners, I'm sorry for this episode. Um... <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not sorry for the episode. The episode will episode, episode will be great. See, this I'm is thinking. this is why I pe- I'm thinking. This but is... I'm sorry that we have to subject you to this movie. Well, I mean, they don't have to watch it. They can they can listen to and no, for, they don't have to watch it. And disclaimer, like just to throw it out there, we are not on total opposite sides. We're not just going to yell at each other about this movie, but I wanted to pick this movie Van Helsing because it seems like a movie that would be right up your alley, Jason, but for years you've told me you're not a fan of it. So I kind of want I think. Yeah, I wanted to do a dive into it to like genuinely hear what what it is that you don't like about it because it's right up your alley in my in my eyes. So I wanted to do a deep dive on it to see what your like your in depth thoughts were because we've never really talked about it. So that's that's kind of that's kind of where this episode was born from. And you know, spoiler alert: Van Helsing sure. is one of my favorite movies. I love this movie and I recommend you see it. But I wanted to, uh, you know, I want well, so, I wanted to so do some with, back and forth a little bit. Well, so go with your background on it first. Uh, because obviously, you know, you love it. Um, so do you remember first time you saw it? Or like- I do. I have very, very, very vivid, clear memories of the first time I saw this. So when this movie came out, this was 2004. Um, I think it was a summer release, probably like May 2004 or something like that. And yeah, somewhere in there. I remember my dad saying, because my dad and I, one of our favorite things to do when we hang out is go to the movies. Uh, much like much like you and your dad, we 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 love doing the father son stuff at the at the movie theater. Um, yeah. and he was telling me about a movie, and he's like, "We should go see that Van Helsing movie." And I was like, "All right, I just like going to the movies." I didn't know what it was. I didn't see any trailers for it, nothing. And he ended up having to go on a trip or something. And then my sister Heather actually uh, was the one who called me up and said, "Hey, let's go see Van Helsing. Let's hang out." I was like, all right, sure. Didn't know Hugh Jackman was in it. Didn't know it was like a monster movie. And I showed up and like, so when this came out, I was probably, so this would have been like a sixth grade movie. So so I was probably. Yeah, you had to be like 12 or 13. uh, Yeah, maybe not even. I was probably 10 or 11, maybe. Yeah, maybe even younger. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, so this movie blew my mind when I saw it, uh, because obviously Around this time, Hugh Jackman was blowing up as Wolverine in the X-Men films. Um, and so, yep. like, when I showed up and saw Hugh Jackman, Wolverine, fighting Universal Monsters, because uh, this was right around the time I was getting into horror stuff, so this was kind of a formative movie for me in my love of horror and the Universal Monsters. And so, like, I loved this movie when I saw it in theaters, and then my dad got me the movie on DVD when it came out, and I watched that fucking thing so much and then i played the video game of it and was just obsessed with this movie when it came out and it's still how how was how was the game i don't even remember the game yeah um so it was i mean it's pretty shitty no it i mean it's for all intents i mean you remember how video games were in the 2000s where well it it was a licensed game so the licensed games are not always the best things on the planet. Right. And back then, I mean, movie title video games were like severely hated on. Right. 
And so, it, you know, it was very much one of those where they would like stick to the story of the movie, but then they'd throw in other stuff because they can't do the movie as the plot for the game. Right. Um, but it, I mean, it was for all intents and purposes, a bit of a hack and slash game, but it was honestly really fun. And, um, you know, it was kind of scary cause stuff would jump out at you and you're playing as Van Helsing fighting the monsters, you know, working your way through Transylvania. And I loved it. I thought it was great. Yeah. And I never played it. Yeah. Um, I mean, if you saw it, it was, it was pretty much the same cover as the movie. So I'm sure you saw it all yeah. over GameStop at the <laughs> yeah. time. Uh, yeah, I was still working there, and yeah, yeah, <laughs> I saw the cover. But yeah, that's um, I mean, actually, I think it was the same cover as the movie. Pretty much, yeah. It's Van Helsing yeah. from like a down camera angle with his weapons and the monsters flying behind him. Yeah. Um. So like, I've seen this movie so many times that I, I would have liked to have rewatched it before we did the episode, but I honestly didn't need to. Like, I know this movie like the back of my hand, and it. And again, it's a kind of a formative movie for me and my love of horror that it was like PG-13 scary, right? You know, there's jump scares, there's monsters, um, but it's not like too intense to where it's like overwhelming, you know? Right. Um, but that's, I mean, that's pretty much my backstory with it. So let's start the the conversation. Where, When and where did you see this? Did you see this in theaters or did you watch it on um, home media for the first time? No, I did see it in theater, um, and I do remember um, we were going – I don't remember the movie that we were going to see at the time, but it was me, my brother, and my mom, and we were going to see something, and there was this huge banner hanging up in the in the theater um, for Van Helsing. Oh, wow. And it was – like it was Hugh Jackman and he had the little um the, the kind of little buzz saws in his hand. Yep, love those things. Um and I looked at it, my brother and I looked at it and I was like, oh wow. I was like, this is gonna be great because we remembered or you know, Hugh Jackman had just, you know. All right, I'm back. You got me now? Oh, yeah. When did you lose me? Uh, you you were talking about the banner, and then you were saying something about it was right when Hugh Jackman did something, and that's when the, yeah. when the call dropped. Okay. Um, so you saw, no, the, you, saw think- the, you saw the banner at the movie theater, and then Hugh Jackman, and then that's when I lost you? Okay. But, yeah, we, we saw the banner in the theater, and it was this huge banner that, like, went halfway across the theater. Um, and it was Van Helsing. 
and it didn't even show his face, but you could see his like little spinning blades or whatever um, that he was holding in his hands. Probably with his and, with his hat down, like kind of covering his face type thing. Yeah, just, yeah, just kind of covering his face. Um, but it said Hugh Jackman on there. And of course, he just came off of the Wolverine fame. And I was like, oh, wow, Wolverine or, you know, this guy that played Wolverine is is going to, you know, hunt vampires and, <laughs> you know, whatever. Like, I was like, this is going to be crazy cool. Um, and so I was I was really excited about the movie. And, uh, you know, then we went to see it and. uh yeah, we'll talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fair enough. And then did you, after you had your initial reaction that we'll talk about, did you, like, wait a few years to revisit it, or did you check it out on home media when it came out to give it another shot? No, I, it, I've i seen it a couple of times. Uh, when it saw it in the theater and was underwhelmed with it, and then... I did when it when it came out on home like DVD. Um, I did watch it again, um, and I, fe- I felt a little better about it, but still, just not. It just didn't. It didn't land for me. Sure. What it, it wasn't my movie. Sure. So. I guess that's probably a good place to start because I do. There's a lot to dive into with this movie, so I do kind of want to do the format where we kind of go through the plot because there's a lot of monsters to talk about. So for for anyone who sure. hasn't seen Van Helsing, it is Hugh Jackman playing Van Helsing, who is essentially a monster hunter, and he's in. He's going to go to Transylvania to help a royal family who's in danger of being finished off forever by Dracula. And he's going to face a bunch of monsters along the way. And, you know, that's that's the most basic of, of plot. There's a whole, you know, conspiracy that unravels yeah. as we go along. <laughs> I guess that's the easiest way you could put it, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Is Monster Hunter. And yeah. so, I mean, right out of the gate, just my overall thoughts. I mean, that that's why I liked this movie so much is because, you know, growing up, like, reading, like, Goosebumps. And, so, like, I said this before, but... Before getting into horror, like as a whole genre, because horror movies still kind of scared me, stuff like Goosebumps and Universal Monsters were like what I was comfortable with. And so something like this, where it's like an action movie mixed with that horror element where we're seeing werewolves and vampires and, you know, the Frankenstein monster and all that stuff was like, was it for me. Um, and that's kind of what drew me to it. And I thought that, yeah, there are some, you know, there's definitely some, some CGI that doesn't hold up very well, but for all intents and purposes, this movie does hold up pretty well as far as the effects go. Some? (laughs) What? Just some CGI? (laughs) No, there's a lot in there, but what I was trying... The whole fucking movie is CGI. (laughs) No, there's there's CGI in there, but I'm trying I tried to correct it to say like there is CGI in there, but not not all of it has dated. Like some of it still actually looks really good is what I was trying to say. Well, so the the beginning um, uh, with Mr. Hyde, Mr. Hyde looks 
terrible. Yeah, that is one of the one of the dated ones. You know, honestly, where it probably looks the best is because before we get to Mr. <laughs> Hyde, the opening scene is the black and white Transylvania opening with the the Frankenstein monster being born. Yeah. Now, I I will say that the Frankenstein um, kind of little episode at the beginning or when they started off. I will say, like, that looks really cool. Yeah, and Uh, I mean, they they took it back to the basics. They did it in black and white. Yeah, and it shot very well. Mm -hmm. Um, And I'm guessing, or I'm assuming, they probably didn't shoot it in black and white, but probably just didn't post. Um, But still, it's kind of cool watching it in black and white. Yeah, and Um, they, they definitely went practical for... So the movie starts with... Um, Dr. Frankenstein making the Frankenstein monster and he's been employed by Dracula to make the creature which is a different you know spin on on that tale but there's an angry mob that's going to storm Frankenstein's castle because or Castle Frankenstein because of all the grave grave robbing and so we've got Dracula coming to claim the creature for his own purposes which we don't find out what that is until later mixed with the mob yeah. trying to take down Dr. Frankenstein for the grave robbing. Yeah. And, you know, it starts off, it's, you know, pretty simple. It's it's all makeup for the Frankenstein monster. And then you do see some CGI when Dracula kills Dr. Frankenstein when his mouth opens up in a big, like, bat creature mouth. Um, yeah, we're, yeah, he just, like, extends his jaw or whatever. Yeah, but it's such a quick shot too that it's like not distracting. Yeah. Um I mean this is one of my favorite parts of the movie. I love this opening. Yeah, the opening's actually <clears throat> fun and and to be honest like when I watched the opening of the movie or you know when I went and saw it for the first time, <clears throat> you know, like the opening I was like, "Oh man, this is going to be cool. I'm going to like this." Um and then it just kind of it took a little dive for me. Sure. Uh, okay. After that, that, so that's a that's a. I think it, it'll help be helpful that we go through the the plot as a whole because we can kind of gauge where where you fall off with the movie as we go on. Yeah. Um. Because right after this opening scene, we do see the brides of Dracula that you like. By the way, they're not in their creature form for very long, but they do show up at the end because they see the windmill burning down, and we think that uh, the monster has been destroyed in the fire by when the windmill's right. been burned down and yeah. you know, they're distraught because the creature's not there for their, whatever they want to use it for. And then we go to the intro of, of Van Helsing where he's tracking down Mr. Hyde. Yeah. And Mr. Hyde looks terrible. Unfortunately. <laughs> um, I mean, there's, there's kind of some cool, there's kind of some cool points to it though, or kind of cool little segments with the hide fight. Um, especially when he, when Van Helsing pulls out the like Batman grappling hook. Yeah. <laughs> um, <clears throat> so there's some cool little segments there. And, you know, like, Not to say there are some cool little 
bits and pieces here and there. And I think there are cool little bits and pieces all throughout the movie. Right. Um, but in, in, <clears throat> in the whole or watching it as a whole, I just, I'm just like, Ugh. <laughs> well, uh. I feel like, I feel like Mr. Hyde looks, he still holds up because fi- in 2004, he looked fucking great. Cause this is what the best with that CGI could do. Um, well, in 04, in 04, <clears throat> well, even in 04, I was kind of like, nah, he doesn't look that. In <laughs> um, <laughs> another terrible movie, um, The League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. Dude, that, um, that cover looked like straight ass. I never wanted to watch it. Um, I would say that <clears throat> the Mr. Hyde in that one looked better than than this movie. Do you so side note, do you know who voices um Mr. Hyde in Van Helsing? Do I know? Do you know who does the voice of Mr. Hyde in this movie Van Helsing that we're talking about? Uh no, I don't. It is Hagrid, Robbie Coltrane from Harry Potter. Oh wow. Yeah, I thought that was that was if you listen closely was, you can kind of hear it. I was gonna guess uh Don DiMaggio that um, does voices all over the place, but um, he's, well, I don't know. He might be most famous for um, Marcus Phoenix in uh, Gears of War. Oh, Um, and he was uh, Bender in Futurama? Yes, correct. Um, I can see see that. He also did the Joker in um, uh, Under the Red Hood. Oh, no shit. I thought that was Mark Hamill. Oh, no, not the Joker. No, 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 no. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm right. Yeah. No, Mark, (laughs) that was Under the Red Hood. That was one of the few that Mark Hamill didn't do. Oh, okay. That's cool. But yeah, that was John DiMaggio. Yeah, and phenomenal voice actor. I I could see that because they he's I could see yeah. him doing these inflections of Mister Hyde. Um, but yeah. I mean, the Mister Hyde scene is kind of, I mean, it, well, it, and, it has no bearing on the rest of the movie. It's just there to introduce us to uh, to Van to Van Helsing, Helsing mostly. Yeah. I mean, they they do say when Van Helsing goes because he does kill Mister Hyde, and then when he goes back to his. Uh, his hideout with all the monks that he's working for. Cause he basically works for this yeah. secret society defending the world from monsters. Um, they're like, you know, you shattered, the, you shattered the rose window. You're rebellious. You're not doing God's work type thing. Um, well, yeah, because he threw him out the, he threw him out the front of the, um, uh, Notre Dame. Yep. And he shattered the rose window. I think, yeah. And they got pissed about it, <laughs> which, this is where there's some like unexpected comedy in the movie because which I think you said was kind of an issue you had, right? Was that it was a little too jokey for you? Yeah, but um not uh not in the way that you think, but go ahead. Okay. Well, I just I just remember when he goes to confess <laughs> and uh he says bless me father for I've sinned, but he gets cut off by one of the monks and the monks goes, "Sinned. Yes, I know. You're very good at that. You shattered the rose window." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he's like, "Well, not to split hairs, sir, but it was Mister Hyde who did the shattering." Exactly. So, 
And then there's, you know, kind of a serious moment. But the comedy really kicks in when we meet Carl, the the friar that he teams up with. Yeah, his, his kind of sidekick. Mm-hmm. Which, that guy, the only other thing I know him for, I, don't, I do not remember the actor's name, but he was the narrator for 300. Yeah, oh, and he's in a bunch of other stuff. He man. is. I can just, I can never remember his name, but those are like the two things I know him from are 300 and, and Van Helsing. Yeah, and <laughs> actually after uh, last, uh, not last night, but the night before, um, I was watching The Immortals. Um, oh, yeah. We were talking about that and, earlier. Yeah. Um, and The Immortals is definitely... Um, trying to be 300 as much as it can. Um, <laughs> That's what I said earlier. <laughs> yeah, and so, so now, now I want to go back and watch 300. And the sequel to 300 is actually good too. Um, yeah, I've still, Rise I've still never, really I've still never seen it because uh, I heard, I heard both sides. I heard it was good. I heard it was bad. Um, but you know, I'm sure I need to watch it because it does have my girl in it, Eva Green. Uh, Rise of Empire is great, man. Uh, David Win David Wenham or Wenham is the name of that that actor, by the way. Okay. Um, but yeah, he's um, he's in a shit ton of stuff. But he's our he's our friar yeah. that's gonna make weapons for Van Helsing and team up with uh with him to go to Transylvania to save uh someone that we also talked about earlier, but she's in a different franchise that's fairly similar. Kate Beckinsale from Underworld is in here. My girl. Yep, she's great. And uh, that's, I mean, she's our, our princess of Transylvania that Van Helsing needs to save her. Well, while we're on Beckinsale, you've never seen Underworld, right? Not all the way through. Definitely not the sequels, but I saw a good chunk of, uh, right around this time in 04, 03 is when the first Underworld came out. And I had a friend who was like obsessed with Underworld. And he it's good, man. You know, he showed me Blade 2, and we watched Van Helsing and Chronicles of Riddick, so we were all about these types of movies, but he put on Underworld, and it just, you know, I mean, now that's 11-year-old me talking, but Underworld just didn't do it for me, man. I never got into that stuff. Man, Underworld is great. Um, <laughs> but I do but I do love Kate Beckinsale, and she's awesome here. She's still a badass. And she looks good in skin-tight leather, so. <laughs> um... But yeah, she's our princess here. Her and her brother Velkin, uh, Van Helsing is tasked with protecting them from the villain of the movie, Count Dracula, from killing off their family because this was stuff I didn't pick up right away because there's very thick accents running around. But uh, essentially, right. a long time ago, Velkin and Anna, who is Kate Beckinsale, their great uncle... Uh, or ancestor uncle made a vow that their family would not enter heaven until they kill Count Dracula. And that was like his life's mission. So if they die before right. Dracula dies, they will not go to heaven, essentially is the plot. Correct. <clears throat> um, and again, I, I do love these scenes in the monastery lair. Well, cap uh, like... <laughs> Well, you know, and I, I was going to say, like, you know, Van Helsing's, like, sidekick or whatever, <clears throat> like, his, his kind of little, like, one-liners and his, um, it's kind of jokey stuff. I didn't mind that. Okay. Um, 
He's because I was gonna say, man, he's got some funny shit in here. One of my favorite moments with him is when uh, when he's showing Van Helsing all the weapons, and then Van Helsing is like, uh, "That's why you're coming with me to Transylvania." And Carl says, "Oh, the hell be damned that I am." <laughs> and Van Helsing, Van Helsing says, "You cursed." May I remind you? But you're a monk. You shouldn't curse at all. And he goes, "Well, actually, I'm still just a friar. I can curse all I want." Damn it! Well, and it's <laughs> damn it. <laughs> <laughs> I love that snarky little damn it. Well, and it's kind of funny too. I kind of like that scene mm-hmm. um, because when he's showing him his crossbow and everything. Yep. Because he's he's got the the loaded crossbow. Um, it's. It, it reminded me of like a James Bond scene. Oh, absolutely. Like, where where Q is like showing him like all of his like gadgets or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and so like I always kind of like that scene. Um, but no, like that's the the jokey that I'm talking about was 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 not him at okay. all. Um, I I liked a little bit of comic relief like in there so like going forward to kind of the kind of the first um kind of the first scene after that is you know they they go to they go to the village and in the village they're all well i was gonna right well i was gonna say real quick before we jump to the village where van helsing meets anna and goes there I know you had a problem with the CGI of of Mr. Hyde. How did you feel about the werewolf that we saw fight Anna and Velkin in their first scene? Um when they're trying to when Velkin's hanging from like the trees and he's trying to lure the werewolf out by hanging himself as bait. Terrible. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the werewolf is a is unfortunately a fact that doesn't hold up very well. I felt like uh, well um it wasn't out yet this was way before um but like i compare it to twilight (laughs) (laughs) oh come on now this looks way this looks way fucking better than twilight's werewolves no it doesn't (laughs) (laughs) those twilight werewolves don't even look like wolves they look like fucking bears no man like that was um that was kind of one of the things that like drew me out, like, because there's some CGI that uh, that uh, ages well and or or looks good, and it this it the well, werewolves wanna... did not look good. <laughs> well, I want to, I want to. There's, there's a there's a lot that did not look good. <laughs> well, I want to in this movie. I want to throw that back your way for a second. Because if you recall, when we talked about your pick of Brotherhood of the Wolf, that werewolf looked even worse. Ben, so, I, so I'm so I'm then the one in this one. So I'm curious to know, oh, dude. I do I, no, dude. I do not agree at all. Oh, dude. I'm ca- I'm throwing because I remember the werewolves and just about every creature in this movie. It looks, I'm, I'm, I, I'll, I'll wait till the end to make my final comment. Oh, dude, I'm, ca- I'm, put, know, I'm putting a poll on the, about, just about every creature in the <laughs> movie, uh, doesn't, 
does not hold up well or does not look good. I'm putting a poll on our Instagram story when this episode goes live for people to vote on which one looks worse between Brotherhood of the Wolf and fucking Van Helsing. <laughs> Go for it. Because I remember Marcus like really had a problem with uh, with the wolf creature type thing in Brotherhood of the Wolf, where yeah, he's like, wolf, where but- he he was like, there is no excuse for how shitty this looks. Yeah, but the wolf was at least like halfway like practical when it when it was close up maybe but not when it was the full creature (laughs) yeah but man these things look like fucking shit (laughs) (laughs) i wish you had given a rewatch to this movie before we uh before we talk about it (laughs) i don't need to (laughs) because i remember (laughs) how shitty the fucking cgi is on this movie (laughs) Oh, you're insane. <laughs> this is why I wanted to do this this it, movie it, though cuz I knew this would be fun. It looks so looks so fucking awful. <laughs> um and it and that's not just to say that it's again, it it's not just one creature. I mean, it's all of them. They all look like shit. I will um, get listen, the Velcro Velcan- No, no, no. Okay, I'm 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 about to skip ahead. <laughs> No, no, no. I was going to, I'm going to skip ahead too, because I will, okay, gi- I, I will, I will, I will give you this. I will give you this. And then we can go to the village. Cause I know there's a scene that you really want to talk about. Cause you like it a lot. Yes, I do. But you got to at least agree with this. Yes. The werewolves don't look great, but this first werewolf that we see is the best that the CGI looks. Cause when Van Helsing turns into a werewolf later on, that's when it really looks bad. Mm-hmm. That's where I was going. <laughs> That's exactly where I was going. So I'm like, come, end come. movie. <laughs> the end, dude, it, it might as well be fucking Mortal Kombat Annihilation. Oh, like, fuck no, dude. <laughs> it's, okay, it's not that. No, bad. Mortal Kombat Annihilation is but, like the absolute toilet of CGI. Yeah, it's so it's not that bad, <laughs> but it's pretty fucking bad. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, but so there, there is actually, again, even though I, I have my opinions on this movie, um, the the courtyard scene where. Um, Dracula's brides come out and Mm -hmm. Van Helsing's got his crossbow. It's a cool scene, man. Um, And those are probably some of the, some of the better CGI because the brides look great and they have practical mixed in with CGI as well. Yeah, they do. And uh, like the, the brides look good. Um, The transitions from the brides, because they go from having these wings to like these dresses that uh, kind of have, I don't know what you want to call it. Like, I mean, they, they kinda almost kind of, wings to them yeah, or, I was going to say they almost kind of look like wings in themselves anyway. Right. Um, and just him in the middle, just like shooting that freaking crossbow. <laughs> and it's like a, it's like a machine gun crossbow. <laughs> He's just like boop, 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 boop. Yep. Um and no, like I I love that scene. I think that scene's great. And that scene um, is heartbreaking because the best of those three brides is the one that goes down first, Marishka. Yeah. Yeah. 
Like, damn. And it's and early on in the film, it, and it's early on. I mean, it's within the first probably twenty, know, probably minutes twenty thirty so. minutes. Yeah, yeah. And and I I love that scene. Like I thought it was absolutely <laughs> fantastic, and it looked awesome. And um, especially as they're fighting the brides, uh, transitioning throughout the fight scene, like they get thrown into a house and they transition back um, kind of into their physical form. And then they transition back to their bat form and then go out and then just like him shooting the arrows through their wings. And Mm -hmm. it's, it's just, it's great. I, I think that scene is, amazing i think it's really good was the comedy scene that you were or was the comedy bits that you were having a problem with when one of the brides accidentally picks up a cow and throws it through the house oh i forgot about that (laughs) and then the cow (laughs) the cow later on just like pops out of the house being like what's up (laughs) yeah i totally forgot about that actually (laughs) yeah so I want to so I want to ask then because by this point I mean the plot's getting underway we're starting to learn more about um the Valerius family which is Anna and Velkin's family which by the way we did see earlier on that Velkin apparently died in the battle with the werewolf um yeah. but you know spoiler alert we're going to see him again uh very shortly but I mean at this point what other than the cuz we watch movies that have bad CGI in them all the time <laughs> I mean you know, like for me personally, that doesn't make or break a movie. So what at this point in the movie, what what is not clicking with you outside of the CGI? Are you just not liking the story? No, it just kind of got it just kind of got goofy to me. Well, that's um, what well, that's what I mean. What when you were talking about the comedy bits that were bothering <laughs> you, what are what are the bits you, that well, you're talking no, it's, about? It's, it's not the little it's not the little comedy bits that got to me. Um, So. So we have to say that this was done by the same guy that did uh the mummy Mm -hmm. steven summers yep steven summers and i love the original mummy the first mummy was great Mm -hmm. i agree i love Um, that movie and there there is a lot of great comedy (laughs) um and uh (laughs) there's a lot of stuff that does not look like a shit Oh, um, my, listen! I love the mummy, but some of that CGI does CGI doesn't hold up either. Okay. Well, but you know what? I I'm mean, I'm okay with that. I mean, look at um, uh, what was the movie I was just gonna say? Like fucking Independence Day. Well, that's well. If if you're gonna look at the mummy, like don't uh, don't look at uh, Scorpion King. Oh no no I'm not. <laughs> oh no no! I'm not I'm not looking at the Scorpion King, but there's some there's some dated CGI in the <laughs> in the original Mummy. But yes, Mummy Returns. Mummy Returns. On the other hand, whoa. Yeah, Mummy Two and Scorpion King. Whatever. I actually I actually never saw the Scorpion King. I saw only the first two, and I still enjoy Mummy Returns and the Mummy. Like the Mummy, I really enjoy the second one. I still like a lot too. Just the that CGI rock <laughs> doesn't work. Oh God, it's terrible. <laughs> um, um, I was actually, 
I was actually watching like a little of like kind of um, TikTok. It wasn't TikTok, but um, but like a little short YouTube clip. Mm-hmm. And they were talking about the worst CGI ever, and of course, and they threw the rock in there. Yeah, of course. I mean, um, I mean, you have to. It's, no, I mean, it's he, infamous. He, <laughs> I don't know. It it was because I, I wanted it to be serious. Okay, I wanted it to be. Van Helsing hunting Dracula, hunting vampires, uh, you know, hunting zombies, what whatever. I just wanted it to be serious. I mean, and he, it's I mean not. I mean he is hunting vampires though. Yeah, but it's it, and and as much as I love that that initial scene, it, like I don't know, it just the acting's very bad for some of the <laughs> actors. I was going to say, like, this is a B movie, but the acting is very over the top. It's, like a, it's well, it's like, uh, it's like a very well funded B movie, <laughs> which it's like they had all the money in the world. Right. But the acting and everything is total B movie style. So if you watch the bloopers of this movie, there's a really Frank funny there's a really funny bit where Hugh Jackman is holding uh that thing that he uses to to sedate the Frankenstein monster later. It's like a pea shooter type thing. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And he'll, you know, hold it up and then shoot like a like shoot a dart out at the monster to yeah. tranquilize it. There's a part yeah. in the bloopers where right before he does that to the monster the monster is reciting a serious line <laughs> and Hugh Jackman's like, you know, supposed to look tense, like rubbing his hands across the pea shooter. And then it breaks in half. <laughs> he goes, hmm. <laughs> he goes, hmm, broke. Sorry. It's a low budget movie. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's just, it. it's just that. I, I even, even Frankenstein's monster it's just so fucking goofy. <laughs> well, was, can we I can we talk about the most overacting in the movie? But I think it's fantastic is uh, the portrayal of Count Dracula. Yeah, he's <laughs> so over the top, man. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I I think if I could just go like, all right, this is a goofy fucking movie Mm -hmm. and let me watch it and go back and watch it again. Maybe I could appreciate it. Maybe. Sure. But I just, that's, that's not what I wanted or that's not what I was going for or, you know, whatever. Um, But, and especially um, the, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the freaking so so Dracula is trying to have children. Yes, so he wants the Frank he wants the life force of the Frankenstein monster. It's the only thing that he can use as like a conduit conduit to bring his his offspring to life. Right. Um and so I don't I don't know I don't know why that works, but whatever. Yeah, what's yeah, and that's the other thing. <laughs> like how does this <laughs> 
does that fucking work? <laughs> like he's tried werewolves and people and nothing has worked, but this Frankenstein monster will make the the will make the his op- children come to life. Yep. And which apparently which I will say apparently his 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 wives lay eggs. <laughs> Oh god, I never thought about that. That's funny. Yeah. Like, <laughs> because there's all these apparently like Dracula or vampire <laughs> eggs laying around. Well, they do and they it's so, it's so like okay, his wives lay eggs. Well, they okay. Well, they do say that uh um it's either Van Helsing or Anna that says you know, vampires are the walking dead. It only makes sense that their children are born dead. Well, well, yeah, their children are born dead, but that doesn't mean they lay eggs. Well, no, 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 that's not what I mean. I mean, like they're in eggs because like when they come out they're they're not a live vampire, they're dead. Like they literally have to be brought to life. Yeah. Yeah. I gotcha. Um, um, (laughs) But he's but he did try to use uh, Velkin, who I said would show up later. He was attacked by the werewolf, and of course he became a werewolf, which I do think it is CGI. But I do think one of the cooler effects in the movie is when Velkin's skin like rips away when he's crawling up the wall. Yeah, when he's he's actually crawling up the wall, kind of like backwards. Yeah, and then all of his skin pieces just fall off, and the werewolf just starts ripping his his flesh off to reveal itself. Yeah. I did yeah. think that I do think that's one of the better effects. No, and yeah, I mean it was cool looking, or it's a it's a cool like way to go. Yeah. Um, but and also it's, one of the one of the odd. yeah. I mean, also one of the better practical effects, though, too, that felt very alien to me, and I'm sure you picked up on this, too. Before the little Dracula offspring start flying around when it's CGI, when they open the eggs and it's like a slimy, looks like an alien egg, uh, like literally from Ridley Scott's alien type thing. Yeah, literally, yeah. (laughs) Um. I do think those are some of the best practical effects is the eggs lining the wall and Van Helsing is like literally tearing one open and we see almost like an Independence Day alien inside of it. Yeah, and it, it and it's not that they didn't try. I mean, but it's I it was kind of in that era where everybody was just like, "Hey, we're just going to CGI everything." Mhm. And it not do anything practical. I actually want to know. Um, I actually want to know what the budget for Van Helsing was because I mean there was CGI at this time uh, that was done well. Like the Harry Potter movies were taken off with it. Oh yeah. Um, Matrix, Matrix uh, Reloaded, and at least Matrix Reloaded definitely didn't do it well with Balloon Neo in the <laughs> in the battle with all of the Agent Smiths in the park. Yeah. Okay, so the it, but it's it's still a badass fight scene, but yeah, no, it doesn't look good. So and the, especially I've I've watched it recently, mm-hmm. and I was like, ooh, yeah, it's bad. Yeah, <laughs> it is a fun it, yeah, scene though. Good. Yeah, um, which it's a cool scene though. Which side note, I think while I'm looking at the budget, I think that Matrix Revolutions is so unfairly hated on. Yeah, for sure. 
Uh, so the budget. But, go ahead. Yeah, no, but like there was even without even without talking about the CGI or anything like that, it was just kind of the the story of like the little the little Draculas or Dracula <laughs> trying to have kids. Yeah. Kind of like, come on. <laughs> so the budget for this thing was 160 to 170 million. Wow. So not not a cheap movie. <laughs> no, not at all. And of course, it was a a bomb. It only made 300 million dollars at the box office. Yeah, yeah. So it it did not do well. But it was a summer release, so they were definitely all the stars were aligned for this to be like the next big franchise. Because I mean, they had. And I think I think we can both agree on this, right, Jason? Where we fucking love Hugh Jackman, right? And as as goofy oh, of, of as goofy as a character, or as goofy of a character as Van Helsing might be in some in some scenes, he's still a lot of fun here. It is, yeah, and it is the. I mean, the movie in general, it, it's. I don't know. It's it's just like like the mummy was so good. Mm-hmm. Like the original mummy was so good. Mm-hmm. Um, and at that time, watching this movie, I did I wasn't aware that it was you know the same people doing it and everything like that. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, at the time I wasn't aware. Um, so having having that knowledge later and then going back and watching it, mm-hmm. I felt a little better about it. Still not great. <laughs> still not, still not saying it's fantastic. <laughs> um, but just having a little bit better of an understanding of what it was or what it was going to be. Um, I felt a little better about it, but, right. um, but man, that, that ending fight scene. <laughs> <laughs> well, before we, I mean, before we go, I will agree. That's probably like my least as an adult. That's probably my least favorite part of the movie is the final battle. Now, sure. um, obviously as a kid, I loved it because werewolf versus vampire, but <laughs> of course, um, before we go there, I mean, there's a lot of set. Pe- I mean, the movie essentially is just a lot of monster set pieces. Um, and like now I got to fight this monster and then this one and then this one we do see them. You, we do see Dracula and his brides that are still living, try to use Velkin, the werewolf as, as a conduit to bring the, the, the offspring to life. Um, they die pretty quickly. Uh, cause they're just, right. he's not a good, uh, host, it but, doesn't there, work. Yeah. but there is that fun scene of them attacking the village again and, you know, descending on all of the, uh, all of the townspeople and we have a really funny scene where uh carl the friar rescues a woman in the village and she's so grateful she's like how can i ever repay you any whispers in her ear you know clearly implying a hookup right (laughs) and she goes but you can do that you are a monk and he goes well actually i'm just a friar and she goes "Mm -hmm." (laughs) 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 which leads to an amazing scene where they wake up uh, it looks, I guess it's a bed, but it looks like a couch. Um, yeah. and Carl sees that painting that comes to life that tell that's, he doesn't know it at the time, but it's telling him that the only way to kill Dracula and the only thing to kill 
yeah, the only thing that can kill Dracula is a werewolf. But he doesn't know it, and he gets scared, and he plops over the couch and knocks her out of the bed. Yeah, and that's <laughs> funny. And then, and then when it kind of, <laughs> as it gets later on to the movie, like they try to make even more out of it. Like, so it's it's fine. Like werewolf versus you know vampires. I mean. Mm-hmm. That's always kind of been a, a trope. Yeah, or, I mean, I mean, it's a cliche. At, at I mean, even in two thousand four, yeah, it, it, yeah, it's kind of a cliche. But then they start getting into um, that Van Helsing is like an angel. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah, apparently. Yeah. In, in So, like, they try to tell you the backstory of Dracula and how he became what he is. Um right. And Dracula apparently was murdered in 1462 by the left hand of God. Um right. And, but then he was resurrected. And that's what started this whole thing of, like, Dracula's father banished him, and then that's when the Valerius people got involved. Um, because yeah, isn't, because then, isn't, isn't it Dracula and Anna are like somewhat related too? Yeah, and then uh, Van Helsing is um, Gabriel. Yep, he turns out to be Gabriel, and he's the one that murdered uh, Dracula. Yeah, and so it was like. Uh, like you have vampires versus werewolves, cool, whatever, and but <laughs> and they should have just left it at that. But then I w- I will bring up- I will give you that it is a little excess that Dracula and Van Helsing have a history before they meet, right? Um, but I mean, I but, yeah, but then they just bring in this whole other. Like <laughs> dynamic that like didn't need to be there, right? Well, we do get and, probably again another great set piece when they when Van Helsing and Anna meet the Frankenstein monster because it's been hiding under the under the windmill uh, debris, and yeah. Van Helsing is like Anna wakes up all scared and she's making a bunch of noise. They're in this cave. Van Helsing get Van Helsing says, "Wait, there's something down here." And I thought that was an effective scare where he's like, he's got a bad gimp in his right leg and it's uh, carnivorous and it's got three copper teeth. And she says, how do you know it has copper teeth? And then he said, because he's standing right behind you and then it turns around and attacks them. I thought that was a good scare. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so, uh, and I mean, again, that that Frankenstein monster is over the top, but it looks so cool. I love that costume. Well, and uh, I think his head... Oh, with the lightning bulb or whatever. <laughs> yeah, I think that's a little a little out there. Did you um, like did you like when his head pops open when Van Helsing pushes him into a wall? Yeah. <laughs> uh, so it's I mean, it's the whole thing the whole thing in general is it's just super like over the top. It is. And it's a B it's a B movie. I, mean, I, I agree with that. I, I I like over the top stuff, but like this one, I guess the problem that I had with it 
is I thought they were going to take it a, a little more serious, mm-hmm. and that's not what happened. So let me let me ask you this: How in '04 when this came out, how old were you? Let's see, '04, '84, '94. So you were like twenty, maybe. '94, yeah. Okay. Did is part of the reason maybe that this didn't work for you? Did it feel a little too like kitty for you? Um, yeah, probably. Okay, because I could because I could understand that argument because it is very much like a like a tween, not like in the sense of Twilight, but like very much that that tween, like maybe ten to fifteen crowd. No, and I, I, I think that's very accurate. Yeah, and I understand um, that. And I, I was right in the age gap for it when it came out, so. Yeah, and it, and I think what you're saying is is very accurate. Uh, like, I, it was just, I don't know, like, you know, like I said, like, I, I expected it to be more serious than it, and it wasn't. Mm-hmm. I was, I was, I was hoping for more Underworld and not like jokey stuff. Sure. And I mean, there well, was a lot. There was very jokey about it. Well, the fight. I mean, the fight scenes in here are are a little bit clunky. Um, and we'll we'll get to that final battle. Don't worry. But even uh, I mean, I love this scene. But you remember the scene where uh, Anna's under some sort of spell and Dracula is about to bite her, and they're in that big ballroom with all the undead vampires. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. How'd you feel about that scene? Um, that scene was cool. Um, and, um, one of the parts that I liked about it is when they're dancing, Mm -hmm. um, they look into the mirror and she looks into the mirror and she can't see Dracula. So she's dancing because you can't see vampires in the mirror. Oh yeah, so it looks like she's dancing because she can't see any yeah, of. So it looks she can't like see she's any of them by herself. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, that's definitely a cool scene. I do like when they all realize Van Helsing's there and they're gonna, you know, turn on him. It doesn't look the greatest when they all flash their teeth. It definitely becomes more CGI. Um, yeah, but I do like that weapon that Carl has, which is like a mass light bomb. Oh yeah, yeah, and yeah. yeah. That's early cool. earlier on in the weapon scene, he was like. Uh, not he said he didn't know what the weapon would be for, but he knew what it did. And right. Van Helsing's like, "How will this come in?" And he's like, "Oh, I don't know. You could, you know, do da 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 da." And then he's like, "Now I know what it's for. Now I know what it's for." And they're running out the window, yeah. and he goes, "Where are we yeah. going?" They go through that window, and he drops it, and it blows up and bursts all the vampires into flames. Yeah. And then, I mean, as we start to get to the end, the Frankenstein monster is captured, uh, but we do get a werewolf attack from Velkin before he dies, where he's the one that bites Van Helsing and turns him into a werewolf. Yeah. The uh, How'd you feel about the carriage attack, where Van Helsing's actually bit, and it's like the werewolf fighting them on a on a, on a a carriage that's lit on fire? Well, and again, they, they throw themselves under the bus... Um, because he does get bitten, um, to make him a werewolf, Mm -hmm. but at at the same time, they kind of turn the story around, well, don't turn it around, 
Um, but they insinuate that, you know, with them being Gabriel and, or with him being Gabriel, the angel, um, it's like he didn't even need to get bitten. Um, I mean, he definitely did at the end to be able to kill Dracula. They do make that clear that he has to be a werewolf to kill Dracula. Um, but they, but they do say when they were humans or when Dracula was a person, Gabriel is who killed him. Yeah. Yeah. So I, it just confused me a little bit. I was like, well, wait, you're, you're Gabriel, (laughs) but you have to get bitten and then, yeah, yeah. I just I took that as yeah. Gabriel killed Dracula when he was a person, and then as a vampire, Dracula can only be killed by a werewolf. Well, and listen, not like I'm all about like with movies, like <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know, there's there's always a little bit of um, just letting plot holes go, or you know, whatever. They all um, they all have them. Yeah, and so I was all about letting that go, but it just seemed like a huge one, and I was like, eh, "All right." <laughs> I mean, shit. Um, I mean, shit, man. Me and you just just saw the new Indiana Jones recently, and I mean, even that fucking thing has plot yeah. holes. Yeah, it does. <laughs> quite it a few. Does. Quite a few, if you're looking hard enough. But you know, it's just it yes. happens. People, you know, you can't cover every hole, basically. Um, right. But when we get to the end, you know, unless you're Christopher Nolan and this is, Christopher Nolan, has this is true. I mean, no you, get, you get a script like uh, or if you're Mike Flanagan, this is true. Top top notch directors there. Although I do know some people that that will point out plot holes in Dark Knight Rises. And I'm like, eh, I, you cannot point out anything. <laughs> I don't know. I'd have to look and see what their problems were, but I know some people that were like, man, there's plot holes in Dark Knight Rises, and I'm like, is there? I didn't see no. them. <laughs> but, uh, uh, you can you can try. <laughs> yeah, but that's a story for a different podcast. But, I mean, essentially, we get you know, to the end, and you know, Van Helsing is told, or Van Helsing gives the ultimatum to Carl and Anna that I'm going to try to kill Dracula as a vampire when they, or I'm going to try to kill Dracula as a werewolf, I'll do my thing as the werewolf, but if I'm not cured by the stroke of midnight, you need to kill me. Um, and you know, we, I mean, they break into uh, castle Dracula when they find it in the ice world thing. (laughs) Yeah. And somehow we have a mirror that takes us to Dracula's (laughs) castle or, yeah. Whatever. Well, because I, they I, say I that Dracula's know. Dracula's ancestor like banished him after he became a vampire because God wouldn't let them into into he- or maybe not God, but the angels wouldn't let them into heaven because of because of Dracula, because of him being an evil creature. So he's like the ancestors like I can't kill my own son, so I'll banish him and I'll let my ancestors kill Dracula or my descendants kill Dracula. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> it's a it's a little I'm, wacky. I'm, it's a little I'm wacky still, when I say I'm, it out loud. I'm still a little fuzzy on that. Yeah. <laughs> it's a little wacky when I say it out loud. It is funny. <laughs> it is funny, and I'm still a little fuzzy on the plot line. 
That's not well. that's not why we come here. We want to see CGI werewolves and vampires fight because that's where we go is the final battle where Dracula and Van Helsing as a werewolf are going to fight. Uh, yes, and we should so... and we should and we should say Dracula turns into like a like a big bat type creature when he becomes yeah like a full on vampire giant bat. Yeah, yeah, giant bat, and then <laughs> again, I hate to say this. <laughs> But it is the end of Mortal Kombat. Um, no, <laughs> it's not as bad. But you know what? The, um, you know what? Dracula's vampire creature actually kind of reminded me of. It reminded me of the um, the uh, shit. What the? What's that thing called? Uh, the Violator from Spawn. Oh yeah, kind of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it had a very um, what's that? What's that comic book writer for Spawn? Um, uh, Todd McFarlane. Yeah, it had a very Todd McFarlane look to it for me. Yeah, it did. Um, yeah, I mean, Van Helsing's werewolf doesn't look good. I'll give you that. <laughs> yeah, they, um... <sighs> Drac- I don't know if it's because he's gray, but Dracula looks a hell of a lot better than the we- than the werewolf. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what it is. I don't know whether it was easier to make the bat creature or, uh, you know, easier to make the werewolf or whatever. Um, but yeah, I just didn't look, (laughs) (laughs) but I mean, it goes the way you think it would, uh, you know, Van Helsing as a werewolf bites Dracula and Dracula dies, but then he also accidentally kills Anna when she tries to inject him with the, the cure. Oh, we skipped over that part. Dracula well, has... Yeah, they, well, and who the fuck says that if a werewolf bites a vampire, <laughs> that they die? Like, yeah. where where, where the fuck did that come from? In this logic of this movie, it's where, it's where we're going. Um, we also skipped over the fact that... Uh, listen, I'm chuckling and I'm agreeing with you on this stuff because I understand that this movie is a B movie. I'm never going to sit here and say it's it's a masterpiece of filmmaking... It's not, but it is so much damn fun. <laughs> but uh, we skipped over the fact that Dracula has a cure for werewolf transformations because he needs to have that in case a werewolf ever has a will, has a strong enough will. Oh, that... yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He has I the cure for the that. werewolf curse yeah. in case a werewolf ever has the will to turn on him because they say, but Dracula's been using werewolves to do his bidding for centuries. And Carl says, yes, yes, but if anyone... if if one of them ever had the will to turn on them, to turn on him, he would need a cure to remove the he curse. Would need and something. Yep. He would need a cure to remove the curse before it bit him. But then he doesn't even use it. <laughs> well, Dracula doesn't use it, but they steal it because they're going to try to cure Van Helsing before midnight, before he becomes a full werewolf. And Anna tries to inject him, but Van Helsing, as a, after he... <laughs> plot is so convoluted (laughs) well it's it's so off the rails this is why i wanted to do this no dracula dracula's got the got the thing that's gonna (laughs) kill the werewolf but the werewolf's gonna gonna kill dracula and then and then kate beckinsale's gonna come with her <laughs> fantastic ass in skin tight shit and somehow fix it and 
Oh God, my face hurts from laughing so hard, dude. This is this. It's just it's. <laughs> it's a dumb movie. I understand it is, but it is a damn good fun time. <laughs> I mean, like if. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to sit and laugh at something. Uh, maybe, maybe this is the one for me. Uh, oh, God, I'm crying laughing right now, dude. But dude. You sounded so defeated just now when you were re- when you were reading that part of the plot line. Oh, I have not heard you this defeated since we did that Killer Clowns from Outer Space episode with Reviewed to Death. Stupid, man. And dude, like we've talked about it on the show before. Like oh, I love stupid shit, especially like I like I could not uh, love Evil Dead more, and it is so stupid. And there's so much stupid shit that I like to watch, but man, it's just <laughs> I don't know, man. It's let just me like, let me ask you real quick. If someone said you have to choose to watch one of these, which one are you going to put on, Van Helsing or Killer Clowns from Outer Space? Oh, definitely Van Helsing. Okay. <laughs> I will I definitely. To... <laughs> I will definitely watch Van Helsing. I wanted before... to. <laughs> Van Helsing is is at least semi-entertaining. Oh shit! I wanted I to. Okay, that. I wanted to gauge on what level of ridiculousness we were talking for your view on this movie yeah i don't think that van helsing is the worst thing on the planet okay Um, fair enough i'll take that (laughs) but i like i just i just did not expect what i was getting when i was going into it and i've and and i've watched it since and i you know it's just it's just goofy, man. It's so fucking goofy. It is. It is. And and I wanted it. You know, I'll take it for what it is. But I wanted it to be like Hugh Jackman just like cutting vampire heads off <laughs> and like just going hardcore. Um, would it have and- helped? Would it would it have helped your opinion of this movie at all if it was rated R? Mm. Like, no, do you, like, do you think, think so. there'd be not? I mean, obviously they changed the movie, but if it was more like more bloody and more like violent and a little more adult, would that help? You think? No, not necessarily. I just uh, like <laughs> I still just in my head as we've been doing this episode. Uh, <laughs> I, I still just keep seeing um uh frankenstein's monster sliding down he's sliding down a rope for some reason <laughs> i can't even remember why but Wait, he's who, like Whoa. who's he sliding like down he, a rope it's it's uh it's frankenstein's monster oh yeah sliding. it's when they're uh when he's trying to help um uh <laughs> Anna when she's fighting the last bride of Dracula. Yeah, and all I can think about is And he, like, he's hanging know. he's hanging from a rope because Carl is trying to like set him free and he's about to fall. And he goes and the Frankenstein monster goes, Help me and Carl says, But you're supposed to die and the creatures the creature says, 
I want to live. Well, but he's like sliding down this like zip line. Well, no, no, no. He's he's on a loose rope that then he flies through the room and accidentally knocks into the Bride of Dracula. But all I can think about is Sloth from fucking Goonies. Uh, you like, guys. The, 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 he, he does like a similar thing. He's like, ah, <laughs> and he's like, I'm just like, all right, Sloth. <laughs> well, so we, I mean, we end the movie with Anna dies because Van Helsing kills her as a werewolf right as she injects him with the cure. Uh, oh, yeah, I forgot and, about that. But because Dracula was killed seconds before, her and her family can enter heaven. And, uh, I mean, that's... Well, and then... <laughs> <laughs> and we're talking about Anna, and she can go to heaven. Yep. And who knows is going where. <laughs> well, we know she's in heaven because we see her face in the sky. Well, yeah, we know that, but I'm just saying that, like, the plot is so convoluted that it's just like, okay, <laughs> sure. Well, then we get a sail into the sunset moment because the Frankenstein monster is set free and he sails away on a little a little raft with a with a uh, what the fuck do you call? Oh, those I forgot things? about that. Yeah, he yep. goes. He's gonna go off and live his life. And Van Hill's- he's gonna go and have a happy life with his. <laughs> brain is sticking out <laughs> <laughs> well and then van helsing and carl are gonna continue to uh hunt monsters and that's the end of van helsing and i want to i want to leave you with a couple things i was looking at the wikipedia page just to see what the critical reviews were of this when they, when it came out sure and <clears throat> rotten tomato a review on there said a hollow creature feature that suffers from CGI overload. Yeah. (laughs) Someone else said the worst would be summer blockbuster since battlefield earth. Oh Jesus. (laughs) Come on, man. Like I haven't even seen battle. I haven't even seen battlefield earth. Would you go that far with it? I, I wouldn't go that far. It says there are quite a few unintentionally funny moments, although the overall experience was too intensely painful for me to be able to advocate it as being so bad. It's good. Um, I would, I would put it in the category to say it's so bad. It's good. Okay. Cause this person said some, however, will doubtless will doubtless view it as such. More power to them, since sitting through this movie requires something more than a strong constitution and a capacity for (laughs) (laughs) self-torture. And then the last one I wanted to read is a little longer, but it was funny. It says, Writer-director Steven Summers throws together plot strains from various horror movies and stories and tries to muscle things along with Flash and Dazzle, but his film just lies there weighted down by a complete lack of wit, artfulness, and eternal logic. What Summers tries to do here is use action as the only means of involving an audience, so story is sacrificed. Character development is non-existent, and there are no attempts to incite emotion. Instead, Summers tries to hold an audience for two hours with nothing up his sleeve but colored ribbons, bright sparklers, and a kazoo. What he proves is that this is n- it- what he proves is that this is no way to make movies. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. I like that review. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
I also I'm looking at um, some of the awards that it was nominated for. It did go to the Saturn Awards, and it was nominated for best horror film, best costume design, best makeup, best special effects, and best music. For where the sat the Saturn <laughs> Awards? Okay, and uh, so it was nominated for best special effects, dude. When it came out. Wow. But on the other side, and we'll leave with this, at the Stinkers Bad Movie Awards, which I've never heard of, uh, it was nominated for Worst Film. Kate Beckinsale was nominated for Worst Actress. <laughs> Kate Beckinsale was nominated for Worst Female Fake Accent. Uh, yeah, her accent was really bad. And for worst male fake accent, Richard Roxburgh, who who plays Dracula, actually won the award for for worst male fake accent. Oh, God, dude. <laughs> he was so awful. <laughs> he was so bad. Oh, I love it. Listen, final wrap up. I understand that this is not a good, like a well-made movie, but it's I a, fuck, I fucking love it. It's a formative movie for me. It's nostalgic, you know it's dumb, but it is a shit ton of fun, and I love it. That's all I got to say. <laughs> you know what? I will I will say this. I do not like the movie as, as a whole, mm-hmm. but if I'm sitting around <clears throat> on a rainy Saturday, just kind of like hanging out, and I got nothing better to do, and... It comes on, I'll watch it. <laughs> okay. If someone, if you go to a Halloween party and someone's got it on in the background, are you staying or are you leaving the Halloween party? <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll hang out. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, God, dude. I'm not, I'm, uh, I'm not, I'm not seeking to, uh, I'm not seeking to watch it. Um, but if it's there, it's there. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Fair enough. Well, Jason, this is exactly why I wanted to do this episode. One, I knew it would be entertaining, but two, I I genuinely wanted to know after all these years what what it was that you didn't like the that you didn't like about the movie. So I I appreciate you playing along. Absolutely, man. And I I I love the movies where we don't agree. So yeah, it's always fun. Well. I'm sure this will be entertaining for all our listeners, but you know, we got a lot of cool stuff coming up, Jason. We're rapidly approaching SC horror. We're about two months out from it as this episode is coming out. Yeah, man. It's going to be great. We've got plenty of big guests coming up for the show, um, including some celebrity guests coming on very, very soon that we're extremely humbled and excited for. Um, And and t-shirts are in the work now are in the works now for midnight terrors so people yeah we got some merch coming out yeah be on the lookout for those cuz you'll be able to get them uh likely we're going to probably have an outlet for them online sometime soon uh but you can also get them from directly from us cuz I'll have a batch on hand uh and then you can come to SC horror and either get some you know some shirts or posters or Whatever the hell we decide to make uh, merch-wise for SC Horror. But come hang out with us. It's going to be a good-ass time. And, uh, yeah, you know, get in touch with us on social media. Midnight Terrors Podcast on Facebook and Instagram. 
and then shoot us an email at midnightterrorspodcast at gmail.com. My fucking voice is shot from laughing so hard, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Another fun show. Another fun show. I love it. This is what we do, man. Jason, what the hell is this show called? It's called the Midnight Terrorist Podcast, Mr. J. <laughs> no Mr. J here, I wish. <laughs> I wish Mr. J was here. We'll have to get we him. miss him when he's not here. We do. We love you, Mr. J. We'll have to get him back for the Dracula Untold episode. <laughs> <laughs> It'll have to be me, you, my brother, Sean, and Mr. J. Absolutely. Awesome. Well, thank you, everybody, for listening. Hope you had fun. We love, we love you all. Thank you for listening. We'll see you all again very soon. Peace. <laughs>